0: Hi, welcome to Style Not Fashion with me, Talia Carpenteri. This is episode three, and in this episode, we are covering what to spend money on versus not. What pieces are going to be an investment for you, and are they going to be worth it? are they going to last for you? How can you tell? (laughs) And it's, it's really different for everyone. But again, take it with a grain of salt. This is just what has worked for me over the years. As I've kept things, I've kind of noticed a trend. And also, This is just the thought process that works for me. It might not work for you. So take it all with a grain of salt. Um, With that, let's get into it. So when I'm at the store and I see something that is a little out of my price range. Now, (laughs) I'm a very, I wouldn't say cheap, I would just, or frugal, I would just say resourceful. Um, And since I work in the industry, I know how much things cost and it has scarred me. It's, it's, I can't buy anything over $35, honestly, (laughs) these days without considering it as an investment piece, you know, that price range looks different for everyone Maybe you're someone who sees 50 bucks as a, that's your like minimum that you spend on a piece. That's great. And your investment piece is like $100 plus, you know. For me, I shop at the thrift store a lot. Most of my job entails seeing what things cost (laughs) and writing them down. And let me tell you, Actually, you know what? I can't say this. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, just with that, you know, the price range is different for everybody. For me, it's usually something that's above like 35 bucks. And I say that because I'm someone who likes to thrift. But maybe if you don't like to thrift, you know, that price point is going to be higher for you and that's just um, that's your uh, personal prerogative and that's great Um, but just keep in mind that the uh, price point of what is considered an investment is going to be different for everyone Um, but that's where I'm at Um, I'm talking about everything I'm talking about clothes, bags, accessories and shoes in this episode, this, this applies to everything. Um, so with that, when I'm at the store and I see something that is out of my price range, I say to myself, would I have worn this in 2017? Like, okay. I, it's, it's 2017, trying to imagine what people were wearing in 2017, right? Would I have liked this four or five years ago? That's one of the first questions you should ask yourself when you're looking for this piece to not be a waste of your hard-earned money and you want it to stay in your collection. You want it to last. You want to wear this and you want it to be yours, um, for, you know, at least the next four or five years, I think that's where you would get the value out of it. Again, (laughs) that timeline could be different for other people. You might be like, oh my God, this lasted two years for me. That's great. You know, I don't know. It all depends on how, how long things last for you. Maybe you, you go through clothes quickly. Maybe you sweat through them a lot. Maybe you cook in them. Um, you know, and it, things just don't last as long for you. But for me, like four or five years is like amazing for me, for something to, for a special piece to stay in style that long. Ask yourself, would I have worn this like four or five years ago? Like, would it still be something that I would look forward to wearing? Like when I think back to that time, like, would I have worn this? And if the answer is yes, go for it. A lot of the times that's something like an elevated basic, you know. The next item on the list is the quality. Is it worth it? Like think about it. So cotton, love cotton. No hate to cotton. However, we're not going to be paying absorbitant prices for cotton. No, no. I'm talking about Stuff that is going to be worth your money. If you are paying for an investment piece, you better be paying for the fabric too. So I'm talking about silk. I'm talking about leather. Real leather. Cashmere. Furs, if you're into that. Yes, I'm including furs. So silk is something that um, satin tries to replicate, right? So think about your value is going to be buying the real thing because it looks better than the cheap alternative and, you know, where it tries to replicate and it fails. I'm sorry. Satin, in my opinion, just sometimes doesn't do you justice. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, and that's where you might want to look at an investment piece and be like, okay, this is silk, You know, it's going to flow the way I want it to. It's going to fall the way I want it to. It's going to have that shine the way I want it to because it's silk. Like, and yeah, it's going to be more expensive. So, you know, if you're looking at a silky, you know, they call it like satiny silky skirt or whatever, and you're paying a lot of money for it, is it real silk? Like, Is it real silk in the first place? Or is it satin? Or is it polyester? Like, think about it. (laughs) I mean, the same goes for leather. In my opinion, you just can't... Leather just can't be replaced with, like, PU. Um, Sorry. I just... If you're paying for it, is it real leather? And same with cashmere. I mean... A lot of the times, if you're going to buy something and it emulates cashmere, why are you paying this high price if it isn't real cashmere? It's just emulating cashmere. Get the real cashmere, you know? And don't even get me started on like the resale value of these if one day, you know, (laughs) your investment didn't work out and you want to sell it, you know, or especially, I mean, if it's like a really nice like designer piece, like when you pass it down or like, just when you hold on to things, the the value of it goes up. I mean, we could talk about jewelry. I'm not a jewelry gal, but like the same thing goes for um, costume jewelry versus um, real gold and silver. Like if you're buying it and it's meant it's like whatever gold pleated or if it's you know, that's great. But like, is it is it real gold? Is it real Silver, like, is it actually is it fine jewelry that you're paying for? Or are you paying for costume jewelry with the designer label on it? Like, make sure the piece that you're actually paying for is is of value itself. Like, look at the tag, and that'll tell you the content, uh, kind of like the nutrition facts. <laughs> so, kind of along that discussion, um. Am I able to take care of those things that come with that high price tag? For example, silk. Am I going to remember to, like, take off my rings (laughs) so that it, like, doesn't ruin my beautiful silk skirt? Because it's, like, it's going to make holes or it's going to, like, you know, catch on it because... I learned that the hard way. (laughs) I invested in a silk skirt that was very expensive and I love rings and I just literally ruined the skirt because my rings kept catching on it and it was very frustrating. So ask yourself, like, am I prepared to take care of this? If it's cashmere, you know, am I prepared to do whatever laundering technique it is that's appropriate for cashmere? in in your eyes um you know am i ready to like depill this every time i wash it with a razor am, do i have that time of do i have that time do i have that like do i want that responsibility um dry cleaners oh my god i mean is this going to be something i have to take to the dry cleaners and do i want to spend money on that you know oftentimes investment pieces you can't just throw them into the washing machine you gotta go get them dry cleaned. am I actually gonna do that because if not maybe I should look at something cheaper that I can just throw in the wash and that's meant to be taken care of at home for a more reasonable price point um a good example of this is a um Vince button down that I bought right I bought this and I think I bought it in like December. It is May. It's May. I knew that this is a piece that had to be dry cleaned. I just threw it in the wash anyways and it came out all wrinkly. And whatever I do to this one piece, the wrinkles will not come out. They will not come out. And I'm sorry, but I'm a busy gal. I don't have time to figure out how to get the wrinkles out. Like if I, I set aside time, you know, per the last episode, you know, we set aside our time to take care of our clothes, blah, blah, blah. I'm sorry, but if it just doesn't come out that first time, like I just don't, I don't have the time. I don't want to spend my Saturday trying to get the wrinkles out of this shirt. Like I, I don't know what it is, but it will not come out when I iron it. It will not come out I when I steam it. I don't know. I have to look into this. It's only cotton. It, does, it doesn't make any sense. It's hilarious, actually. This one little blue shirt is like literally taking up so much space in my life, like trying to figure out how to get the stupid wrinkles out of it. But okay, next item on the list for investment pieces. Is the silhouette worth it to you? So you're paying all this money and it's like a I'm talking about just a regular t shirt, like, you know, or maybe it's just like a a nice like pair of pants, you know? And they just there's nothing special about them. There's no ruffles, there's no like embroidery, there's no um etc. etcetera. Et cetera. Is the silo like worth the money that you're paying? Because it's a lot of money to have all these things done to, like, this one garment. Like, if you put ruffles on something, if you put, like, um, buttons and, like, drawstrings and tassels and um, et cetera, et cetera, like, that costs so much money to do, therefore they're going to charge you more for it. You know, you want something to be, like, going on. I'm not saying you need a you need a shirt with, like buttons and ruffles and ah, like, is the silhouette worth it? I'm just talking about, you know, buying, um, sorry to call you out, but like a Supreme t-shirt. It's nothing special. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, um, you know, it just says Supreme. Like they literally paid like two cents to make that. So, um, and the silhouette is really nothing special going on with that. Um, is it something that is like hand painted, you know, and you're paying money for that hand done uniqueness? Is it something that's hand embroidered, you know, and that's like unique and, you know, it's, it's done somewhere cool, like small village in India, um, et cetera, et cetera. Um, is the, is it worth it? Think about it like, okay, like, they definitely had to pay all these people to, like, hand do all this stuff that was unique. Yeah, I'll pay for that, you know, if that's something that you want. Um, And that's why it costs more, you know, as an investment piece. Like, I'm sorry to say, but if it's got nothing going on like that, they're scamming you. (laughs) And I am not to be scammed. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, the next item this is such a big, big one for me. Make sure that the color is going to last. So what I mean by this is don't spend a ton of money on something that is lighter in color. Unfortunately, we we do wear clothes and they serve a purpose for us and it protects us from dirt, etc. And I can't tell you how many expensive things I've ruined because, you know, I'm really hungry and I need to cook something and it splashes on me or whatever. I just, if you know me, you know that I like have a problem wearing white. I am just, I'm kind of a messy like person and a messy eater a little bit. So like, I'm definitely a messy cook, but, um... Just little, little, like, um, specks will, like, get on it, and then I'm like, okay, well, this piece is done, because I got a piece of, like, spaghetti sauce, like, red sauce or something on the white, and we all know that we can't get that out. Like, the amount of times that I've had to, like, get rid of stuff, because I can't get that one tiny little stain out, and it's gonna drive me insane, not good. So this is a big one for me. I don't buy anything in light colors, like light, light blues and pinks and like light neutrals and especially white, especially, especially like, um, bottoms and tops. Like I'm not really talking about shoes. I just throw like my white shoes in the wash. Not gonna lie. Or I just wipe down, like if I have white heels, I'll just wipe them down with like a paper towel. But um. Yeah, so if it's lighter in color, definitely that's something you have to think about if you spend a lot of money on the piece then, you know, is it going to withstand like you going about your day, like eating your lunch and cooking and cleaning, you know? Like you just you don't want to be like walking on eggshells. You want to be comfortable cuz comfort equals confidence and why wear the clothes if it if they're not going to give you confidence? All right. The next question I ask myself is, is this going to last at least one and a half seasons? Can this take me through at least like two seasons? Because if it can't, then it's a novelty piece and I'm not here for it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I'm here for the novelty piece that costs like $10, not like $60. Like you don't want to spend, I don't know, Upwards of seventy, a hundred bucks on something that is only worth it for for one season. It just, I'm sorry, that just doesn't make sense to me. So, um, okay. So here is a good example of that. I purchased a fur vest. It was faux fur, and I really had to think about it because it was an investment piece it was expensive for me. And, um, you know, I thought to myself, like, would this last more than winter? Like, okay, winter in Boston. So, um, like end of November. So, I mean, winter is one season, right? But can I get like another half season out of it? Like, you know, factor in the end of fall, like no one's wearing it in early fall. You know, we're still kind of in summer mode, but I could get away with wearing this vest at like, you know, the end of November and like the beginning of March, you know, like so I bought it because I was like, you know, what? I can get one and a half seasons out of this. Like, obviously it would be great if the piece could be one in all seasons, but it just doesn't work like that, does it? All right. Here's another question I ask myself. This has to do with making sure it fits you. If it doesn't fit you, don't buy it. Don't buy it because comfort is confidence. Okay? Think to yourself, all right, first of all, I mean, you should be trying it on. If you can't, no big deal. But like when you have it on, ask yourself, if I had a tailor right now, right next to me, what would I tell them to do differently? What would I ask to be taken in or you know, in a perfect world? How would this fit me differently? You know, like what would I tell that person right there, right now? And if you could think of something, then, I mean, it all it's all subjective to you, but To me, if I could think of a couple things that I'd rather, you know, (laughs) fix, then unfortunately it's not worth it. Now, this is like just PSA, like you can afford it, go for it. If that's like your thing and you like getting stuff tailored all the time and you bring everything to the tailor, be my guest. Like, that's awesome. Um, But... For those of us that like to have um, ready-to-wear pieces, try to be conscious of that and ask yourself, you know, in a perfect world, if I could have this tailored, what would I do to it? And if you've had, you have this long list of items, then, you know, maybe think about it. All right. The next item is, um, this one has to do with brands. So, but this is like after you've checked like all these boxes that I've like said before and you're, you're wondering, okay, like this is, I hope that this like lasts me a while. Well, is this from a reputable um, source? When I first got into the fashion industry i was blown away i was blown away by how much testing there is just the sheer amount of testing that things go through when you buy from a premium brand is a lot more than than you would think you know and these brands don't really boast about it either like a lot of the times like they for example like they simulate like washing it like they wash it a million times um, and see how it comes out, like see how the black fades, see how the navy fades um it's incredible, and they have they wear test it, they wear test it in India, they wear test it in China, they wear test it on all types of people, and implement their feedback, implement all this. so when you buy something from a premium designer it's facts like it's gonna last you, and the amount of Testing that it goes through is just really incredible, and you can be sure that it's gonna, it's gonna last you. Um, I am gonna call out like Shein here because like there are things on Shein that like I mean it depends like what you buy, but like obviously like you don't want to buy like an eighty dollar like prom dress from like from Shein, but like um I don't know who is doing that, but (laughs) just. (laughs) Shein type, um, brands, uh, like wouldn't even make it through the first round of, of testing for a, um, premium brand. Like it, it's, it's mind boggling. Like the, the item would be like eliminated immediately and they would search for like another vendor or another Whatever. Um, like s- s- I've ordered from Shein, I used to be like really, really into it. Um, but I just kept getting stuff that just simply just like didn't fit right. And as I got more advanced in my career, I just got even more like fed up with it. Cause I was like, this wouldn't even like enter our building like this. <laughs> just know that when you buy, um, premium or designer that it's been tested, like literally to the point where, you know, they look at like the lighting too. Like, okay, like does this reflect our aesthetic under natural light, sunlight, like this kind of light, this kind of light, you know, um, it's taken care of and you don't have to worry about the durability. Um, especially if it is a, running style, you know, something that they're known for, that the brand is known for. They've worked out all the kinks, especially if it's been running for years and it's a long-standing brand. They know everything there is to know and they're ensuring its longevity. Let me tell you because people before you have already commented and already said what they wanted to say about, you know, if it if it ever had a problem. All right, next item on the list: footwear. Um, this obviously applies to skirts and other bottoms, pants. Um, make sure that what you're buying can be worn with multiple different pairs of, you know, footwear. This is. I think of jeans with this issue. You know, okay. Well, I'm investing in this pair of jeans, but it looks like I can only wear them with heels because the look of the jeans and how long they are, I can only wear them with heels because that's how they hit right, you know? And I can't really wear them with any other shoe. Well, that's not really a sustainable purchase. You know, in a perfect world, we would have um, jeans that, you know, work with heels and give you that long, elongated... um, look where you know just your toes are like peeping out from underneath the um jean but and you would be able to wear those with sneakers or something but it's just not how it works so maybe look for a cheaper pair that you know that's going to be your pair that you wear with heels um so think about the footwear you know can I wear this with like different styles of boots sometimes boots can be hard with like pants and um and skirts, especially like just winter styles in general. Um, I feel like summer you don't really have to worry about that. But if, if you're investing in it, make sure you can wear at least two pairs of different shoes with it, different style of, of shoe. All right, let's talk about bags for a minute. This is like a huge pet peeve of mine. If you're investing in a bag... And you want to take it to work, make sure that it doesn't have, like, blaring logos all over it. Like, I'm sorry, but, like, don't bring your Neverfull to work. This is probably hotly debated, but just, like, just mm, don't wear logos at work. Just, I mean, it's, I'm talking about, like, investment pieces. So, like, you know, designer logos and stuff. Just don't. Like, it's just not a good look. It's kind of like just that, like, thought in your head, like, oh, like, oh, I guess she's doing well, like, she, she definitely doesn't need any more money, like, <laughs> it's not the place where you want to, like, be boasting that you, like, own designer items, it's just not, um, so just be conscious of that, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it in, like, personal life, but just know that if you're investing in something and you want to take it, like, to work, to school, to, Um, whatever personal life thing you have going on to a party, like, and you want to be able to take it around with you, make sure it doesn't like have that blaring logo so that you can take it to work. I don't know. A lot of people agree with me on this. A lot of people don't. Um, but if you're someone who thinks like me, make sure that the bag is, um, tastefully identified, I guess, um. I have this like tiny, tiny little um, uh, Prada like baguette bag and I love it because no one will ever know it's Prada. It's like only me, you know, it's just me and I know it's Prada and it's made in Italy and it's got this fabulous leather on it and I do take it to work because it only says Prada like... In the tiniest, tiniest little spot that, like, if you looked at it, you'd be like, ooh. Like, if someone, like, saw it, they were like, ooh, like, I guess I'm, like, I'm looking at at this bag, like, way too much. Like, I need to, like, ooh. Like, she definitely didn't want me to know that. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, She was, you know, <laughs> I think you know what I'm saying. Like, ooh, I kind of, like, invaded, like, her privacy. Like, I was looking for the logo. Like, I was looking for the brand. Like, ooh, like, that wasn't really something I was supposed to see. Like, you're not supposed to see it because, like, it's literally, like, in size, like, nine font. And it's, like, so tiny. But anyways, that was an awesome investment for me because I take that bag everywhere. I take it to the club. I take it to my boyfriend's volleyball game. Like, I take it... (laughs) to work and just it's incredible it, it it does it all so I would I would think about um the logo thing you know it's it's also like not only work it's also like um just people that <laughs> you don't need to be like saying that to like I don't know I don't really have another example but I'm sure you can think of one all right Here's another thing about bags, since we're talking about bags. I ask myself this when I purchase bags. So, is the quality, does it lend itself to more of a daytime bag? Or does it lend itself to an evening bag? Because if you're investing in a bag, I mean, a bag, not an evening bag, not a daytime bag, a bag something that you want to take everywhere, you know, make sure that it goes with those outfits that you, you want to look a little bit more like nightlifey or, or polished or daytime. Like, for example, I have this like nylon bag and it doesn't look good with like clubby dresses or like going out looks because it's it's nylon. Like it's it leather. It doesn't look bad, but leather would look better because it's just more of a rich fabric, luxurious fabric that is complementary to, um, going out. Um, that's really all I can say. Like that nylon, uh, canvas, it's like having like a canvas bag and like trying to go to the club with it. Like I, you can. Like, it doesn't look bad. But would you rather have a leather? Probably. Like, it would just finish off the look more. Like, you're not going to go out and, like, bring your, like, rattan, like, beach bag with you. Like, that's obviously, like, a day bag. So, like, for me, that's not an investment bag because um it's, like, straw. Like, I'm just, I'm using that it's awesome. Like I'm using that for errands. I'm using that for like the grocery store. Like, yeah. So just keep in mind the fabric, you know, can it transition you from evening? Um, I mean, into evening. <sighs> um, I mean, this honestly sounds like a really big chore to like find a bag like this, but it's not. It's, it's really not. I mean, leather is, is pretty safe. Um, I have several bags that, that do this for me. Um, and that there, I mean, the safe thing is like to be a little bit more polished, but then again, like you don't want to invest in like a beaded embroidered, like clutch. (laughs) That's not gonna let you go to like, it's just, it, it only, that one only works for like weddings and like, you know, or evenings, um, so you don't necessarily want to invest in that, in my opinion. All right, the last item on my list is, um, it has to do with with used items, and um, this is to take into account, like, you're buying something, like a used bag, or like used shoes, or Um, actually, whatever, It, it could be clothing, too, like, if it has some defects, like, so, this, like, huge trend around, like, the Hermes, like, Kelly, and how, like, people love to wear that bag, like, beat up, and, like, really use, like, some stuff looks so good, I mean, it's, like, leather, leather bags look great like this, when it's, like, so beat up, like, I personally love that lived in look it's to me it's like more impressive it's it kind of gives me like a and and I was here first vibe like oh like yours is like brand new like I've had this for like 10 years and I (laughs) I've had it forever and it's been in my family and like I don't know I just it's it's more genuine and unique and authentic and um But if you're buying something, like, kind of beat up, kind of, like, in that vibe already, um, make sure it has enough life left in it. (laughs) Like, obviously, this is, like, this is kind of an obvious answer, obvious thing to, like, think about. Like, when you're buying something, you want it to, like, last. And especially if you're buying it used, you're going to want it to last, but... Just think about it. Like, another thing is, like, the bottom of the shoes. Used shoes. Check out the bottom. Check out the sole. Like, is the glue on the sole, like, kind of gross and, like, falling apart? Like, do an do an investigation. Like, really look at it. Turn the shoe over and look at the sole and all the scratches and all the, um, you know, a lot of the times, like, the top of the toe will be, like, kind of, like, disintegrating, like, especially with heels, I find, like, the top of it is, like, kind of on, just, like, on its way out, like, it's, the sole is thinner than the rest of the shoe, um, just make sure that, you know, if you're going for, um, a really expensive item, and, you know, you found it in your price range, but it, you know, it happens to be, like, pretty beat up, it's not the end of the world, like, that look is really in, but just make sure that it's um still going to last you <laughs> so that's pretty much all i have for you um keep in mind that this is just coming from my head i am not reading this off a list you know i didn't look up tips for investing in um clothing shoes accessories you know this is just what has been working for me and, um, take it with a grain of salt. So I hope you enjoyed and I will see you in the next one. Thank you so much.